here comes my comparison. Mm. And kind of a hot take here. Mm. Tyrese is better than Lonzo Ball. Welcome back to the Legend Cast, everybody, the most legendary podcast in the world. I'm Austin Olson alongside Jack Scott and Andrew Allen. And today we have our second guest on the Legend Cast, part owner of Legend, the great himself, Mr. 2020, Isaiah Brock. Isaiah Brock, Hello. how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How are you guys? Chilling. Chilling like a villain, baby. Ready to do this uh, big old episode, man. Yeah, a lot going on. Big day. Yes. Buckle your seatbelts because it's gonna be a long, one, a long one. <laughs> Everything trades, 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 and guess what? More trades. I think I counted ten total trades that happened to just today, and we're gonna go through all of them. Obviously, some will be talked about more than others. Right. But my God. Dude, out of those 10, 9 happened, like, in the 11th hour. Oh, dude. It was, like, the last It was the last 30 minutes. We were sitting yeah. at 2.30, <laughs> and it was, like, one after another. So, so many. I mean, I guess we could start off with the one that happened, I think, a couple of days ago. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's kind of break down this last, like, week or week and a half or whatever. All right. Well, the ones from I the ones I have for are from a couple of days ago. Besides the Levert trade, um, that Levert, I mean, sad to see him go, but not really a big time trade. You know, just got a couple. Picks we and... we literally got an expiring contract of a player that is not going to play the rest of the season because obviously you know Ricky Rubio is out with a torn, whatever. So he was never going to see any playing time anyway. We literally just got it for the cap room of next year, which is good. <clears throat> Indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the first thing I thought about. Yep. I was just thinking about how we're not really too concerned. And I say we as a Pacers fan, I guess I should clarify, uh, aren't too concerned about you know who we're bringing on if they're in their last year of their contract. Right. We have a lot of people who are paying a lot of money, and obviously we'll get more into the Pacers status, um, especially with the bigger trade, but Rubio is definitely going to be one of those kind of expendable options. Yeah. As I see it. Yeah. Yeah. He, wasn't, he, he, wasn't, wasn't Levert come, supposed to come and replace Old Depot and be this? Yeah, but dude, the, we'll talk about it later, but the Pacers in general, dude, they were just, it's a different team. It was a different team. I, I just, there's no other way to explain it. Is when we brought Carius on, we thought, and we were probably naive to think that our team was just going to keep on rolling like it was with was with Vic. But we had a whole new dynamic, man. We 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 had a whole new dynamic, and not even a whole new dynamic. Just our players kept on getting you know like Zabonis kept on getting in his bag so we're like okay then we ran in to the Zabonis Turner issue even more than we had it with Vic and and then we brought on uh Brogdon and stuff like that like Brogdon hadn't been there for all of Vic's time and all that stuff we'll talk about it but yeah 
little sneak peek. <laughs> yeah, Levert hurts me a little bit. Um, I think it's good for the long term, but for the short term, it, uh, you know, it sucks to see him leave. It, season, but yeah. We'll take any good asset we can take as a Pacers fan. Um, that pick will be interesting. Yeah. Yep. It was a lottery protected pick, right? Yeah, which so doesn't no matter. They'll make the playoffs. Which doesn't matter because they're going to yeah. make the playoffs, right? Right. Yeah. So now, you know, tr- intriguing one is the Rockets pick because it's pretty much a first round pick. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. going to be like in the thirty three range. Right. So that's the pick I actually really enjoy. Right there is that pick. That's get, smart. That's get, that pick. Get like a a first round potential sneak. A first round potential player, you know, in the first couple yeah. picks of the second round. Cleveland is nice. Cleveland's nice. Cleveland, dude, once they have next year, they're gonna have Levert, Bexton, Le- and Garland. That's gonna yeah. and they're gonna have Jared Allen too. Yeah, Jared Allen. Another, another four stretch four who play a little three and D. That team's gonna be like like maybe top tier of the East, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they would be at that Absolutely. point right now if if uh, Colin Sexton was healthy, yeah. but he's out obviously. He's out for the year. Yep. Yeah. So, which sucks. What, what's gonna happen? They were they were catching heat. They were catching heat very quickly before you know they got torn down by all the injuries. Right. Jared Allen got snubbed for All Star. Oh yeah. That, yeah, that was tough. That was tough. I, I was all honestly all the top snubs. I was like pretty upset about Lamelo. Obviously, he's in now. But I was upset mm-hmm. about his snub. I was upset with Jared Allen's uh, snub because he's been absolutely balling. And then I think there were two more, two more big I think snubs. Dejounte Murray there. got in. After, hmm. I think didn't Dejounte Murray get in after someone got hurt? Did or he get did snubbed he originally? Snubbed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's been balling uh, out too. That dude's on my fantasy, and every time I pull up fantasy basketball, it's like 30 points, 30 points, 40 points. I'm like, bro, this man's just stashy <laughs> stuffing. They replace, replace KD. Oh, no, they didn't replace KD. Lamelo replaced KD or right. Tatum. Bro, the Cavs are Tatum? still fourth in the East with all the, yeah, with the injury issue. That's wild. I'm looking. I have the salaries pulled up right now. For the Cavs? Yeah, for the Cavs. And it's, you know, most of it's relatively low just because, you know, they have such a young core. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first thing that sticks out here to me, Kevin Love, Kevin Love. $31 million mm-hmm. contract sitting in front of the That's Oh, oh, oh. That's a bag. $31 million. I will say, though, out of anyone in the league, I would totally expect him to be up for a restructure, especially if they're like, like uh, sitting in the position that they're at in the offseason. He's up for six minutes a year, though. He's His right. name's up there. Right. I think Carroll will get that easily, though. I don't know. I think another boy in South Beach has got a conversation there, Don. Uh, here we go. <laughs> 14, All right, moving zero. on. No, moving yeah, on. no, no more heat talk. Um, First trade after um, LaVert's, we got Pelicans mm-hmm. get CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snow. The Blazers get Josh Hart, Alexander Walker, Dan Aransky, and Lazuda or whatever. And mm-hmm. the a bunch of picks too. protected first rounder, 2026 second rounder, 
and a 2027 second rounder. So, lots and lots of stuff going on with that trade. Um, I'm sad to see McCollum leave Portland. Yep. I think it was 10 years exactly, or nine years, that him and Dane played together. Definitely had his tenure there, yeah. Um, oh, but, I mean, that's there's... I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an end, the end of a chapter, but the Trailblazers have shown time and time again that they're not able to get it done. That's very true. They cannot get it done. They need to make changes. It's so just it's sad true. because I feel like every time Dame's talked about staying in Portland, he's just like, it's it's always been Dame and CJ, Dame and CJ. It's not, Dame wasn't just talking about himself. Like, he had every intention of him and CJ being there until they couldn't physically be on a court anymore so it was just the emotional side of that trade uh that that hurts yeah that that is definitely a big factor there um i but i think also dame is loyal to a fault Mm -hmm. it's like one Mm -hmm. of those things in the in the pace of the nba's market nobody's loyal enough anymore if you if you want to win you kind of just got to keep up with the pace. Interesting. I'm not saying that you should change every every couple of years. Um, he definitely has my respect, but when when things are going rough, sometimes for year after year after year, you should maybe reconsider slightly. You know. Interesting. Interesting. So the same with that trade too. It's like Portland got nothing back. They got nothing. No, in they didn't. No. Here's the thing. I think they 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 did clear up cap space, so yeah. they could sign. Like, like they're they're looking to sign for someone for next year. Yeah, I just, they I got know. to. I don't know who's, who's that they, piece. They, they want to somebody they build around, dude. But there's like no one in like unrestricted free agent. There's like um, Bradley yeah, Beal's not leaving Washington. A lot of guards, a lot of guards yeah. coming up in this free agency. Yeah. yeah, Zach Levine is he gonna leave? Like no, no. Like, but wasn't that uh, the issue? Wasn't that the issue with Portland is they were rocking two dominant guards? Like, why would you trade CJ yeah, McCollum and then try to you can build bring your someone like Zach Levine? That's not that's a different that's a different guard type. You know, yeah. that's not like another set shooter. You're getting more athletic, defensive. I know, but more slashing. It's it's two different. It's two different. Like you're not building a. I mean, yeah. I get there's there's levels to it. Like obviously Zach Levine is on a way crazy higher level than CJ McCollum, but if you're not making crazy dra- uh, dramatic changes to the roster around those two people, right? Then what's the point of changing the team, but not really changing like the format of the team almost? I get what you're saying. You know, Portland's um, been a two do- two guard dominant team. And it's obviously not working. I don't. Th- I think it's. A, I think it's a different example. I mean, they're a two point. You you get different things out of the three and four when you have the Zach. Let's say you have a Zach Levine at the two, mm-hmm. then you need if you have a CJ McCollum at the two. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You mm-hmm. you need a like you would need almost like a, like a different like a different type of. Three. No, I get what let's you're say saying. Zach Levine. That makes sense. Three, you just need a three and D guy. Right. So like. Getting those guys are a lot easier than saying, let's say, okay, we need a, another athletic okay. defensive wing. I don't know. It's a little different. I, I get what you're saying, but I think what the fell out of team is different if you have someone like Dane and still a Zach Levine. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. Like example, but. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, I think Dane ends up leaving. 
I think you have to at that point. Oof. I mean, the front office is dirty. Who's going to pay him? Who's going to pay him? Sheesh. Lakers. You're the Lakers. <laughs> Oh my! Lakers God. will pay anybody, dude. Bro, there's Lakers no way that they're anybody. not at the lu- there's no way that they're not at the luxury hard tax. Dude, they have Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's contract. Yeah, he's he's going after this year. So that frees up a lot of cap right there. So you think? Didn't Dame just sure. sign an extension? He's planning on. He did. He's planning on signing. So he so he is a restricted free agent after this year. No, I think he's still under a contract one more year. I don't know. I need to see his contract. Okay, well, if he's under contract, I'm pretty sure it's high. He can. They can still trade for him though. I don't know if they're gonna offer him, but I was gonna say if 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 Dame wants out, that Dame wants out, he wants out. I mean, kind of like to what Isaiah was saying earlier. Like, could the loyalty, you know. Could it deliver that final strike? The loyalty has caused so much just <clears throat> pain in terms of results. That is he w- would he finally have like some change of thought? I feel like you have to. I feel you have like to. If too. you are competing at that high of a level, if you're recognized as one of the top guards year after year after year accomplishing what he has and still not taking yourself and your team anywhere. You are known to be one of the most competitive athletes to this day. You have to, it has to go through his mind. Oh yeah. You have to think about other options every day. He's just not admitting it. And mm. I, I respect the hell out of him. I, I wouldn't say anything <laughs> either. You know, you know how fast those things travel across yeah. any oh, yeah. sports media. Oh yeah, it's locker room issues. I feel like that town though, dude. That 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 city is just front office wise, like they just they let down. They like, they let down. They're they're low key sad. Like, it's a sad franchise. Yeah. They haven't they haven't helped them whatsoever. Um, it, well, I mean, dude, if, I, if how... I was a player, I would want to play with them. I would want to go there just just to help. If I was a superstar, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's one of those. It's one of those teams that they've acquired a lot of talent, and they've just allowed them to kind of just like fizzle out there. It's where potential all stars go to die. Damn. Yeah. You think about it. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of good players, but it just... imagine Dude, imagine Dame on of... just a team full of shooters, just strapped up shooters, like a five out offense. Yeah, if he had some, no, he just needs some defense. Like, well, obviously, guys, they can play issues. defense because Portland's biggest issue is they can't play defense. Right. <clears throat> the same. Partially the, to fault the, of Dame. <laughs> the same. You put Dame on like a, on a, on a Miami Dame. Heat team with like four defenders around him. That shit. I'm just dude, saying. dude, dude. I'm not. I'm saying this, can you just like say Warriors or something instead of the Warriors? Heat, like... Yeah, Warriors. <laughs> Even the Raptors. Even the Raptors mm. change Fred Belief with Dane. If we're playing like that, Pacers. Pacers would be a great fit. <laughs> I don't know what the Pacers are. Uh, I don't know what. Next trade. Next. The Blazers, the Blazers are involved in this very next trade, all right? Yeah, yeah. Involving two of the same players. So Alexander Walker and Herman Go- Her- Hernan Gomez is going to Utah. 
Okay. The Blazers get Joe Ingles, Elijah Hughes, and a second round pick. Mm-hmm. And Joe Spurs, Ingles is bust ACL. Yes. The Spurs got Sanaransky and a second round pick. Via Utah. Yep. So Blazers still have not give not given up a single pick. In their two no. trades that they've been a part of, they've gotten four picks. And they they got four and then traded two away, but they got two. So they, they've they've acquired a total of four players, gotten rid of one, two a net of one. So they're up a player right now. Yeah. Based on how they started the day. Four picks, I mean if game one's out, they got protection at six. Oh, so you, oh, okay. So hold on. You guys are, you guys think that the reason that they're acquiring these picks is because they are in, they're prepping for Dame to leave. You're not taking it as let's get something for Dame. That, and it's sad to say, because, you know, Dame Lillard, but I, I feel like they're trying to go towards a rebuilding route again. Another rebuild with all these picks, all these these young guys coming in. So Dame ain't it then. I mean, Dame was it. Unless they (laughs) use all these picks to get a player. That's the only thing that's going to happen this offseason. They use all these picks and try to trade for a player. So they're going to trade for somebody to be alongside There's two ways ways this is going to go. Yeah, okay, let's hear the two ways. They're going to either get rid of Dame and get more picks, or they're going to trade all these picks to get another player. They're not going to use these picks and rebuild around Dame. Dame won't want that. Dame will be, I think, no way. No way Dame's going to stay around for another rebuild. Not in his prime years. I don't think so. Because he's getting up there. He's low-key getting like... Yeah, 31. He's going to be a shooting point guard, dude, but like... How much longer is he going to be having that, like, can I get to the rim? He's athletic. These are these are the last years, man. Like, I'm not saying I'm not trying to hate or anything. Like, I'm just saying, like, like this is this is when you want to give it your like when you think you got your best chance. It's weird um, that we're having this conversation about Dame because I feel like just it didn't feel like too long ago where he was, you know, like at Weber State, you know, being that unknown guy coming into the league. Did he play all? Did he? Did he? Did he play all four years of college? Did he get drafted old? Uh, he came out. He came out old. Yeah. I was, out okay. Old, yeah. I was gonna say thirty-one, man. Like what? I think he was twenty-two. If, if he, he I was gonna say if he was twenty-two or twenty-three, you know, something like that coming out of the league. I guess that makes sense. But I got gotcha. you. Coming up on a ten-year. You give ten years. That's of your NBA career to one city, one city, and you achieve what you've achieved. I, obviously, Dave is one of the most respected players in the NBA. You can't argue that, right? But it's because everybody feels for him a little bit, right? Like you just want to give the man a hug. Like somebody help this man. It's like being at a company and being in the same position for a decade, but also having the accolades of winning like employee of the year, two or three years, four years in a row type shit, you know, like, yeah. Do you still want to be there? Been doing it for a decade. I did everything. <laughs> you've, you've done it all, man. 
besides the one thing. And that's win a ship. (laughs) If you're you're Dame, who would you want beside you in the league? If you had to pick one other star that they could trade for. Anybody? Who would you want to pair up with? Anybody? Anybody. I'm sending him to the Lakers. No, no, no. The Portland's got to trade for something. Oh, okay. He's going to get one player. I was going to say. I'm going to try and make this kind of reasonable. One player. I'm going to make this a little reasonable here. One player. How do you feel about AD? God, I... No. I don't want AD in Portland. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying I want him in Portland, but that duo... If he could have somehow ended up in Philly mm-hmm. with Joel Embiid, okay, so Joel Embiid. I think I him. And, I think I think him and Joel Embiid would have would have been a nasty combo, offensively at least. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Something would have had to happen. You know, obviously that would have been a blockbuster, kind of like the <laughs> Nets. Absolutely finesse the 76ers. It's ridiculous, but we'll talk about that. I would like to see him with. <coughs> I think those two would. No, be okay. Well. That'd be dirty. Okay. I think Kawhi would be a nasty matchup. God, when was the last time? When was the last time Kawhi played? That's, that's the thing. They two beat up. Like even like Jokic and Jokic and Dane would be. A, oh my gosh. They'd, be, they'd just be going to be like give and goes all day and just messing with people. There's no way Denver gets rid of Jamal Murray. No, but that's the thing. No, oh Jamal Murray because no. he's on a he's on a nasty rookie he's on contract. A nasty so. contract. Yeah. No, Jamal Murray's. Contract? I think I think this year or it, may, it might have been last year that was his last year of his rookie contract. I had him in I had him in a my team league that we did. I think it was last two K. And it was mm-hmm. on the it was the last year of his rookie contract. So this year would be the first year of his non rookie contract. Yeah, five year, yeah. one hundred fifty eight. Yeah, yeah. thirty one. Now it's ugly. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, now it's a lot. It's just a lot for him. I, feel, I mean, I don't know. He hasn't played in a minute. Right. I'm telling you, bro, that that bubble stocked him way yeah. up for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. on and off the court. Yeah. I love how nobody talks about that anymore. Yeah, everyone just, like everyone just acts like it didn't happen. Every time you see him, though, you're just like, oh, yeah, okay. Did you guys see that interview with, uh, who was the rapper that just had, like, a... It was Nelly. It, it was, was Nelly. Nelly. It was Nelly. Nelly just, he's he accidentally posted, like, a sex tape to his Instagram story. Yeah, it was a video of some And he was he was in the yeah. middle he was in the middle of an interview with Barstool when he realized that he accidentally posted it. Oh, How do you accidentally post that shit? Who like, knows? Posting it too? Who knows? I saw I read that shit today and I was laughing. I was just I and couldn't stop it laughing. So nonchalantly. He was just, he was like, just like, "Oh." He was like, "Oh." I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Mid-interview and just deleted it and just kept on doing the interview. <laughs> You didn't have an issue with that. Not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, back to the trades. We're going to skip. We're going to skip the, um, you know, the Indiana one. We're going to mm. save that until the end. Mm. I, I got some, I got some stuff to say about that one. Mm. So the next trade, speaking of the Clippers, 
Detroit receives Marvin Bagley. The Clippers mm. receive Ojalele and Rodney Hood. Milwaukee receives Serge Ibaka, two future second-round picks and cash considerations. And the Kings, once again, receive Dante DiVincio or whatever, Josh Jackson and Andy Boy, Trey Lyles. Another another. So, doozy. I mean, we could kind of just break it up individually by team. So, let's see. Detroit gave up Josh Jackson and Trey Lyles and got Marvin Bagley. I'd say that's a win. That's a win. That's a yeah. win. Trey Lyles is busted. Josh Jackson, he has potential. Hasn't really shown any of it since he's gotten in the league kind of thing. I'm, I was a fan of him when he first got drafted, but I don't know if he's going to really actually amount to anything. Um, the Clippers don't know who that first guy is. Roddy Hood, you know, he's kind of just one of those aging guys, but he can shoot and kind of play D. So, uh, you know. Then Ibaka. Um, Serge Ibaka, that is a dub. That is a dub for the Bucks. Since Brooke Lopez has been out, they need rebounding. And Serge Ibaka brings that. He brings shooting. And the wire back. I don't, I don't know how they got two first future second round picks and cash. They only gave out two players. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. But whatever. Take it. And then Sacramento, of course, just absolutely fumbling the bag with their trades. Defenchenzo, he's, you know. I, I like him. He's I like him. He's player. not a bad player. But I feel like now Sacramento is just overloaded with, like, role players. They are. They are. <laughs> like Josh Jackson's, like five you know, whatever. Now. And Trey Lyles is, eh. Yeah, I just feel like they, Sacramento has got, gone out and gotten a bonus and a bunch of role players. All. Role All players. role players. I, mean, I bet Dante, Dante would probably start now, wouldn't he? Yeah. I'm or would that be Davion Mitchell? I'm high on him. I feel like he's on the bench. Yeah. Holiday was starting. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, just, Justin's a bucket, though. Justin's been starting for us all Dude. season. <laughs> Basically. <That's> yikes. <laughs> Whenever yeah, anyone's been hurt, he just steps in and plays. He starts. Dude, Serge is going to. Serge is with that. Bucks, dude, they're gonna drive and kick him so much. He's gonna yes. sit in the corner and probably have like four or five threes a game. Damn, yep. or something nice. like that. Dude's just gonna be just popping that, it from three. That might be a nice little prop. I feel like they found soon. they found so much success with the Lopez's just kind of running that same you know offense where it's like you know what, let's just kind of keep running with that momentum because you know Giannis does his thing, he drives down, kicks out. It's their game plan all day, and so if they can oh, find other big men that. You know, can just like still rebound if they miss their long shot. Giannis is there for the quick putback. I like the thought of putting big men around Giannis. Yes. That's scary. <laughs> yes. Ones that can shoot as well. Ones that can Big shoot, Giannis. pull a clip. Yeah. <laughs> just surround Giannis with a bunch of shooters, bro. Giannis requires two or three people to be to guard him, so just kick it out. What would you guys think hypothetically? Obviously, Porzingis was, you know, part of this whole trade block. What do you think he could have done if he was a pickup for the Bucks? I, I don't know. Do you need that big of a name 
with Giannis. Is he, bit, is he still? Is he still a big name? Can you? Can you? I know that, that contract ugly. Yeah, you'd have to get rid of like Holiday. That contract ain't pretty. It's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's not the question. Would you give up Middleton for what KP? No. 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 That, that's what KP's they're trying to do. He's down the court. KP's too injury prone. Right. Chris Middleton, like, arguably has a lot better games than Giannis, even. There's games where Chris Middleton's probably the best, like, player on the court. Like, you owe Chris Stops thirty two million this year and thirty three million next year, almost thirty four, and then thirty six the next year, and then he's yeah. un- unrestricted. That's twenty 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 six. That's still his next contract, is, isn't it? Do what? That's still his next contract. His uh, next extension. When he resigned yeah. with the Knicks, Andrew just. Uh, Andrew just said through 2026. I'm only seeing through 2024 on this website, so it's probably old. It could be 20. It could be 2024. Right, right, well, right. Here it says uh, 2024, and then he'll be an unrestricted free agent. They can't match it. Gross. 36 million in his but last I do, year. I mean, I mean, at the time, I mean, the contract was kind of legit. I mean, dude, it was. Dude. It was, yeah. it was I would have gave him thirty something million, but now you just look stupid yes, doing that. Well, they, things got heated in in Dallas. I think you remember all those rumors about the talk of Porzingis kind of hated being in Dallas because you know Luca was taking the spotlight. It's like Luca is the guy; he is the future, and Porzingis wanted to be that guy. That's very so, true. I bet he was demanding out. Yeah. I I will I mean obviously putting him with Giannis would be absolutely insane. But I just don't know what that acquisition would look like in terms of who would the Bucks give away. Cuz I don't know what their cap room looks like, but there's no way they're paying Giannis little. No, because the biggest contract. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what their cap room looks like, but I don't know. I don't know about no. holding an extra thirty-two million. No. Well, so. they had to trade. They had to trade Middleton or Holiday. You'd have to trade Middleton away. Mm-hmm. Oh or yeah, they, I I doubt they would do that. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even blink at it. Yeah. They're gonna stay. They're gonna stay who they are. That's yeah, the question. for sure. Um. Next yeah, trade. Just, yeah. Yeah, move on. The KP. Uh, you want to go KB's trade? We'll do a KB's Let's, trade. Since we're on the topic, we got Dallas gets Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Pertons. Washington gets Porzingis and a future second round pick. And I think Dallas hit a home run. Hit a home run with this trade. Okay. Get rid of that money and a guy that can't stay on the court for a sharpshooter and another sharpshooter. Surrounding Luka with more shooters. I I'm saw, up for it. I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Um, I saw something on Twitter, though, and it almost made it sound like Dinwiddie like, demands the ball a lot. I can see that. Like he I wants the ball in his hands. That. So I, I, I'd be interested to see how they kind of all adapt to potentially another ball-dominant player with Luka. 
I just don't like Denny's contracts poop. Who? Three years, 20, oh. it's, it's 62 million. You're paying him 21 million a year. <sighs> wow. You that, say 10 that's million, a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Hey, hey, Jack said you got to pay the shooters. <laughs> got to pay the shooters always, boy. Oh, boy. Shooters ain't never going to not man, get paid in the NBA. This Did man, Dinwiddie, this season is shooting 37%. Yeah. 37% field goal. He ain't cold either. Like, I don't understand. 81% free throw. Mm. Mm. He's torsion. 37% is pretty good mm. for a guy that shoots the ball a lot. He's shooting 31. What? He's shooting 31% from the three. Oh, I thought Isaiah said 37. He's He's averaging 30, 31% from three. Oh. 37. The league average is like 33% for three point. Yeah. So he's a little below average. Below average. Uh, Probably shoots a lot. I'd say he probably, probably I'd say he probably shoots more than the average shooter. 11, 11 field goals attempted. Yeah. So Let him do it. Shit. Yeah, he he, he struggled us right now. Is that like four for eleven? Let him get in his game? bag. I know Luca. Yeah. Luca's gonna let him get in his bag. Well, I bet Luca's gonna set him up so well yes. now. Yes. He's then what he ain't bringing up the ball and trying to create a shot. No. He's spotting. Yeah. He's going to be like Tim Hardaway out there. Spotting on the wings. And if I hope he gets that through his head. Hey, yo, I ain't got to do nothing. Just be ready to shoot. <laughs> Roger. I, I, that's yes, what I'm saying. Up. If that was me, okay, sir. Okay, master. You you do all. I'll shoot. <laughs> you go do your thing. I, think it's, I don't know. I don't like the trade. I like it. I Oh, why? What's up? What's up? I think Luke is, like Luke deserves better. I feel like that's just a that's just a piss poor trade. You're just bringing in, I don't know. Yeah, you're losing KP, but like, damn, man, this is no help at all. Like, this is no reinforcement. This is the opposite. So who does who does Luca need? Who does Luca need by his side? I think he, he needs a big. Like he needs a guy who can rebound and then shoot from the outside. Like a, like a, I think like he's a, a forward. Yeah, like a nice full, like a Kevin Love forward. This tall dude, like KP, but who could stay healthy and actually play well and consistent. Well, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing with KP is he just can't. Right. I think when he I'm played, I'm sure they probably benefited. But it's just mm-hmm. the best ability is availability, and he wasn't available. No, I, I get that. But I'm just like, I think he needs – he. I don't know. I feel like he could. They could have done something better than that. They could have done something better than they in Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they could have moved KP somewhere else. Like could have brought more help. Maybe got Do a little you bit. Feel like more return. Sabonis could have been in that conversation. That'd been a nasty combination right there. That's the kind of the thing. I think that would one. Do some. Who would? Making rolls. Who do we get? Nobody. Who? That's why we wouldn't make pie. That's probably why we didn't call him. <laughs> Wait, Let's we're getting. We wanted to get rid of one of our bigs, but then we wanted to bring in KP. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you have to bring in KP. KP's like the I second biggest dude in the you league. Still do, you could still do a three man, three team trade. That happens a lot. Yeah, that's true. We'd get rid of both. All right. Get rid of both as a bonus and Miles. You, but could, still even give them, that, you could still give them the Washington, but you just give them in a different way. Yeah, 
groups after that. It's just ugh. somewhere else. I mean, what was I looking at? Yeah. <laughs> Holy, lost my train of thought there. Uh-oh. To be honest. Nope. Next trade. Oh, next trade. Yeah, go for it. Michigan up nineteen. Anyways. Oh. All right. So where New are we? New trade. Where, where are we at? We are at Toronto receives Thaddeus Young, Drew Eubanks, and a 2022 second round pick via Detroit, and the Spurs get Dragic and a 2022 first round protected lottery pick. Not a big one to really discuss here. I mean, like Toronto. Cool. That sounds good. He's so they're good go. San Antonio is definitely going to buy out Dragic's contract. Yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's going. He's going. He's going to Dallas. Yeah. Dallas needs him. Um. So Toronto is currently sixth in the East. Hmm. So they gave up their first pick, which is going to be out of the lottery so that's nothing crazy <clears throat> for I don't know who Eubanks is I'm going to be honest I don't know who that is I don't think I know him either okay Maybe uh, Drew, if you're listening to this right now yeah no, sorry Drew I, I'm sure you're you're a great dude <laughs> Those motherfuckers. you know ball out ball out bro I hope you do well in Toronto um and then Thaddeus so, like, basically Pascal's backup? Yeah, he'll, he'll be a nice little role player. He'll just be a nice little... He could play the, he could play the four. Mini. He could play kind of the three for defense purposes or maybe even the five for defense purposes. And a second-round pick. So, I mean, I don't have anything wrong yeah. with it. I think it makes it's sense. A small thing. Yep. I'm a big fan of Thaddeus Young. Always have been. Oh, always. Just always. I, I, there was, before this trade deadline, there was rumors of him wanting to be bought out. And I was like, dude, bring mm-hmm. him home. Bring, back. bring him back. Bring him back to Indy. I would love yeah, that. He's one of those, he, he was one of those players I just, you know, felt absolutely with yes. always being on the roster. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next up on the list, and then we got a big one coming up. Biggest Uh-oh. trade of the day is coming Uh-oh. up. But before that, little 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 teaser. Boston gets a future second round pick, and Orlando receives Bull Bull and PJ Dozier. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Why is it? Why has there been so much hate on like the tall dudes? Like <laughs> it's like getting shipped off. Like, Taco still hasn't gotten his chance to shine, bro. And I'm telling you, whenever he plays, he plays extremely well. And he's never hurt. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like, injury prone or anything for being that big. No, I mean, I think it's a pick and roll. Like, he can't defend it? Yeah, I think like those tall skinny dudes oh. cannot defend a pick and roll whatsoever. Interesting. They just get absolute bodied. I just think that Bull Bull and uh, Taco Fall have gotten a lot of disrespect. I think Bull Bull yeah. has a lot. Team teams are afraid to use them. Yeah. 
you've seen like the videos and games of Bobo just balling out like the summer league yep. bubble like yes just doing his thing like he's, no man that big should be able to you know handle the ball that well he's too big <laughs> but teams like, don't want to take I a like chance on it man teams don't want to take a chance on it and it's a sad it's no. it's, it's it's sad just because you know i think bobo's dad was crazy you know he was high up in the league he was a big name in the league and you want bobo to be successful just i think no he'll get a shot in orlando team. hell yeah i'm all down I, for it i i hope so I think there's a weird stigma about like skinny sinners yeah. and big men nowadays because I mean honestly we can bring it back to Porzingis he was one of the first scrawny sinners that showed up in the NBA and was successful before that it was like traditional big man after big man after big man they could move people around they could set good screens they could defend well and Porzingis kind of changed that and so now that Porzingis is kind of dwindling off the the luck for the tall skinny sinners is like why do we why do we spend so much time on these guys, you know? Yeah. I mean nothing, I got nothing but love for him. Would you consider Miles Turner a skinny center? No. No. Yeah, but I'm no. I, I would no. I think, think he's I'm, I think he's skinny. No. No. I don't think he is. He's not skinny. He's that. he's not skinny like Bull Bull and KP six. He may be bigger than the, the center average, but like he's still like gonna get bullied by. Yeah, bro. But it's he's not even alive. like he's that big, bro. I'm pretty sure he's like. It says he's six eleven, but I'm pretty sure he's like. You know, I don't think he's Who? a true seven footer or anything. Miles, yeah. is Miles no, a true? Miles is, is Miles a true seven footer? It's a six eleven. I think he's under seven. Yeah. So I mean. You gotta realize that K, KP KP has three to four inches on Miles. Who would you who would you rather have? A skinny center, tall skinny center, or like KP? A, yeah. A okay. really good prime KP player type. Skinny okay. tall. Or a Sabonis or Bam type center. Or like even I wouldn't say Jokic. Uh, like a Julius Randle type big. More of the dribble playmaking. Mm. In mm. defense. That's why I got on my roster. <laughs> mm. oh, no. That, that made me think. Just Hold on, you just. just give me I I, th- I thought I had Which an answer for you, you off rip, but I do not. Because you know, Bam and Sabonis are not going to hit your like three pointers, but right. tall skinny dudes are. So it's like, who who what kind of style would you rather have as a big man? Am I building my team around this guy, or is he just like a supplement? Like who? But who do you think win in a matchup? Like who? Like, I think Bam dominates everybody. I think I'm not gonna I mean, lie. I'm not giving the best example, but no, I I I understand I mean, what you're saying. I thought I had an answer for you, but I don't. I mean, obviously the taller shooter is gonna score more, but the right. you know the lesser shorter guy is gonna get the rebounds and assists and all that. So I like uh, I'd probably I like go the Bam route. I, I, I like the Jokic, Jokic play style. Um, I I still have it in my heart till this day to have an appreciation for the old school, like Stoudemire play style. Just give me a straight up bully in the paint. Somebody that can get a rebound, facilitate. Yes. Eight, yeah, Aiden's a perfect example. 
The Suns are amazing. They, they're continuing to ride their wave this season. And Aiton doesn't get as much love as he deserves because obviously there's Booker, there's CP3, but like Aiton is, without Aiton, they would not have a fraction of the success that they have right now. Yeah. And they got JaVale McGee, and now they got um, Biombo. Just three yeah, scary. paint beasts, bro. Three <laughs> paint beasts <laughs> coming in and out. Give <laughs> some love for the big man. Yeah. Jeez, man. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, so would would Bull Bull be able to match up against those guys? Being the being the the asterisk of tall center guys because he's even bigger than these guys. He's like seven, five, you know, it's just, when you it was certain, certain, certain centers, not like the Embiid's fans. Jokic. I don't think he could do anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, it's yeah. still, it's still, they're young, right? Like, right. They, but bottom line, they're going to have to put on some weight. They're gonna have to get thicker, like mm-hmm. that's as simple as it's gonna have to be. Get on a good plan. But if Embiid's you know, down there on Bobo, that's what I'm saying. Like you're not gonna beat Embiid. Like weighing no, 200, 200, 245 pounds or 240 pounds, whatever he weighs. Now Embiid should be the asterisk. That man is a true seven footer. He still weighs a decent amount. He big. He he big, and he got the yep. moves. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've been kind of like a, I've kind of been a Joel Embiid hater, since he's gotten into the league, but this past like season or two, I'm like, oh, this dude is just nasty. <laughs> dude, he is so good, and you earn. He has earned everybody's respect with the bitch fit. I apologize for my language. That yep. That uh, Simmons is thrown. He's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, think I could ever hate Embiid just because of the. I remember watching it live when he got drafted by the Sixers in his face. <laughs> you guys ever seen that photo of Wait, his face when he got drafted? No, what? Oh my god! I, I, you guys I, never seen that? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Look up right now, Joel Embiid draft pick. <laughs> oh, it's Joel so good. Embiid. It's so good. <laughs> A good one. Oh, he looks like he's like about to cry. He doesn't know what. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. I'm done for. Oh wow, he does. He does not look happy. No, <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, everything that they were going through makes sense. Oh, dude, he did not want to play for Philadelphia back then. No. So the worst team ever. That in Minnesota, those two teams back God. then. Avoid at all cost. God. So should we just talk about the Sixers since uh? Yep, that was that was the next one. Here it is. Here it midway is. Got the big one here midway through the podcast. Philadelphia receives James Harden and Paul Millsap. Brooklyn receives Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. Unprotected first round pick for 2022 and a 2027 first round pick that is protected. James, James bitched his way out. 
Simmons pitched his way out. I think um, Brooklyn completely finessed. Mm-hmm. And um, two Super Bowl offensive. Two star players that at the end got their way. Um, Drummond, so, I like Drummond. Big, big Drummond fan. I mean, he's just another example of a good big man. It's um, a guy they solid. need. Brooklyn needs a guy like him. Yeah. So I knew, and I feel like everybody kind of felt this way too, just seeing KD, Harden, Kyrie, the three most notorious drama kings, drama queens of the NBA. Nobody felt stable about that team dynamic, even when it first happened. Mm. Like we we knew it was uh, just a ticking time bomb waiting to explode. And I think the fact that Simmons, you know, whiny fit just happened to blow up at the same time. Maybe it was planned all along, but I think this has been in the works for a long time. Oh. Um. Yeah, I mean the Nets and hmm. you can go off with the Lakers as well. I mean when Westbrook got announced, everybody knew that shit wasn't gonna work. And I, they're still trying to figure it out. I know, but I don't. At the end of the day, I don't think they'll ever figure that out because it's terrible yeah. there. But yeah, that's. I mean, they only Harden, Kyrie, and KD only played sixteen games together, and they went thirteen and three. 16 games and how many years yep. were they there together? Two? Yep. Two years together? Yep. 16 games out of 164. I think they played just regular a, season. Like a full year together. End of last year and this year. There's no arguing that there's talent there. Like, they are some of the most talented NBA players, you know, we've seen play in our lifetime, hands down. Yeah. But they also have the biggest egos they think they deserve the world. They want the ball. Mm-hmm. And that was just never going to work. That, that was Harden's main problem, I think. He wasn't getting enough touches. Because, you know, looking back at Houston, and then when Kyrie and um, Katie aren't on the floor, he's obviously always getting the ball. But when, there's, when they are matched up together, touches go away. Um, and that's why I think Ben Simmons is going to shine in Brooklyn because he's that very, very unselfish player, a little too unselfish at times. I think he's going to give a lot of great looks for Kyrie and KD. And then with Drummond there, I think Brooklyn's got to, I think Brooklyn's going to be back to where they're supposed to be. I think they're going to be a very good team come to playoffs. I feel like that's wishful thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Ben Simmons did Ben Simmons should be sued. I feel like it's just wait, what? Oh, I want to I want to hear Andrew's take on this because I know where he's yeah. gonna take it, dude, and I I, I want bullshit. you no, I want you to say it because dude, he literally was saying how like mentally unwell he was, which is I, I'm all for it. But once you get traded and you're gonna start traveling with your new team. I'm sorry, that, that just doesn't, like, I don't know. I feel like that's, like, come out, I'm free. Like, that was, like, he played that, like, I was, like I'm a suspect and, like, I'm a hostage. Um, I don't think he handled it. I don't think he handled it well, and I think the Sixers got screwed. Because I think they did everything right, but he just didn't want to play for them anymore. 
um, which it, that's not you can't just say mental like mental health. I don't everything doesn't build up there. There's there's a lot of BS I think happening there. I'll think uh, it was it. I don't know. It's sad because I agree with everything that you said, but I also agree with what you said about how. Ben Simmons, it feels like he shouldn't be traveling with the team now. He couldn't travel with the old team. He didn't participate in anything. And then as soon as he gets traded, he's going to start taking, you know, part in team activities and stuff. I just. I, I feel like there's a whole nother layer to this, to this situation. I mean, behind every athlete, behind every celebrity, there's an agent oh. in the person's ear. Telling them how to respond to every social situation. Mm. So I'm I'm not saying that Ben Simmons doesn't have the autonomy to make his own decisions, but especially as somebody that you know these athletes that don't finish college, they don't have a proper education, they don't know anything other than just having everything served to them on a platter. They're just going to kind of do what they're told to do from you know a PR standpoint. And if he mm. trusts his agent, I don't know how far back they go. I don't know if they're like homies from, you know, mm. home. I don't know if it's somebody that he just pays because he I can. say it's Rich Paul. It is Rich Paul. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I don't yeah, that's, know. That's Hold biggest on. of the biggest. That's the. Hold on. He's the man. He's the agent's Paul. Paul. Agent, the agent Rich Paul has been Simmons' agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just like, I just feel like if you're gonna, I don't mm. know. Mm. For me, if you're gonna say mental health, like, like that's a that's a that's a touchy subject, and like no one's gonna question it, obviously. But right. I'm you're saying, but, but like you're traveling with the team right away. I don't know. Nobody was questioning it when he came out and said it. Nobody no. was saying anything like, "Oh my God, he's faking it." N- nobody, because. If you do that, like it's 2022, dude, you can't be questioning people's mental health. You have no idea. So you know? look, I I just pulled up uh, Rich Paul's top ten clients. Uh oh. 2022. <laughs> listen, listen to this and attack. I want you to really think and attribute to like the media presence they have. All right, I'll, I'll say it quick, just because it's a, it's a very strong list. John Wall, first name. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, Draymond, Zach Levine, Lonzo, Eric Bledsoe, Gary Trent Jr., and DeJounte Murray. <laughs> These guys all the dudes, bro. That is a solid client base. <laughs> that man, that man, that man like should be a billionaire. Um, that is a strong but- book of business. Book of business. Yeah. I think Nets. I I do agree though. Nets did win this trade, one hundred percent. I think they come on the top two teams in the East. I still say I, I hope that it isn't Ben Simmons just having that ego. Maybe they just won out. I hope the best for him. I want to mm-hmm. see him do well because he is young. He has that that potential. But you know, still being sandwiched by Kyrie and KD, people that are just so known to cause drama because they're just selfish like i know they're they're nice people kind of but they're just selfish i'm afraid that that could like muddy the waters for simmons career as well mm. here's yeah here's the thing is it 
it looks nice on paper, but is this going to work out? That's still a thing. I mean, we could all say, yeah, right. it's going to work out, but is the connection right. going to work? Mm-hmm. Personality type is going to work. I feel like Ben Simmons, he needs like a, for me, with Ben Simmons, he needs a CJ McCollum or Bradley Beal or a Chris Middleton. Somewhere, somewhere they can, like they're okay with moving on all fall and Ben Simmons can dish mm-hmm. to them. AD and Kyrie, they're all ISO. So like Ben Simmons is going to be sitting somewhere. But Ben Simmons is, you know, Ben Simmons is not really going to be dribbling offhand, going dribble down, kick out. I don't, I'm, he's going to lose a little bit of that in this system, I feel like. I want to see that Bulls, that Bulls system. Mm. But mm. yeah, it's not going to be that. Mm-hmm. I think, I think Drummond could create some off ball space for Kyrie and KD, though. That'd be an interesting starting lineup. Kyrie, Simmons, KD, Drummond, and someone like Joe Harris or Curry to want to shoot. You have That'd to think. You have to oh, think yeah. you guys they'll, they'll, Nash, start, they'll start Seth. You got Steve Nash and Stoudemire as your two coaches. I th- I think, I mean, Steve Nash is one of the smartest basketball players to ever play. Mm-hmm. That's smart I, I think he will do well with the lineup that he's been given after today i think this is like a testament like if if he can make this work and you know go for a ship like they're supposed to i think this could be a staple in steve nash's coaching career i mean easy yeah i mean it's not it's not that easy to take on this much drama in one season with three superstars trade one of the superstars at the trade deadline recover be Beat Let the Buc- beat the Bucks in a seven game series in the conference championship. Now if they have no <laughs> success in the playoffs, he's gone. Yes. That early. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but what I'm I saying. Thought, is like this I is see. basically if you can't make it work, dude. Right. Uh sorry. There's no second chance. Nah. That's stupid. But that's all the that's all the NBA word. Player league, league, baby. Gotta love it. Now, the Sixers, the Sixers. I don't know, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we just spent all of this time talking about Brooklyn. We haven't even talked about <laughs> Philly. We haven't even talked about Philly. I think a lot of people say there's gonna be a lot of good things coming out of it. No, I don't think I, I just, I just don't mess with James Harden like that, dude. Neither do I. No, no. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't want him on my team. Neither do I. I don't blame I don't. LeBron. Or I don't blame KD for not picking him today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> I think they'll do well, but like in a seven game series, I don't think they'll win. Oh, he's a loser. Yeah, James Harden's a loser. He's a straight up loser. Same with Westbrook. He's a loser. Mm. I don't care. Mm. Uh, I don't want to talk about that today, though. Mm. <laughs> 76ers. What the pick, pick and roll with Embiid and Harden? Yeah, that's gonna call, yeah. that's gonna create probably yeah. fifty to seventy points a game. Just depends on what the other three players do on the court if they mm-hmm. can perform or not. I mean, yep. Harden's still gonna get his twenty five and ten. I mean, uh, am I still gonna him? start Harden at my fantasy point guard? Absolutely. Absolutely, I would. <laughs> if you can stay healthy. Yep. He plays more like the Houston Harden, then they're going to be 
But I was looking at it today. Like, he used to go to the line almost, like, 11 times a game back in Houston. Now he's going, like, seven times. Mm. I don't know if it's going to go up more since he's going to get more touches, but who knows. They have also changed the rules a lot so that he doesn't go to the line that much. Absolutely. I mean, the that's I think that's been one of the biggest things with Harden is he used to get all these easy points with the free throw, and then they changed the rules, and now he's not benefiting from it as much. So he's almost kind of had to slightly redefine his game. Not insane, no insane amount, but uh, he's kind of had to change it up a little bit. So maybe he's just kind of figuring it out get into the new new set of rules kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how Doc Rivers is going to take this, dude. Doc Rivers don't give a fuck about drama, dude. He He's so no. bad at handling it, it's at awful. least through the media, and okay. adding James Harden. Speaking of Doc Rivers, did you guys yeah. see did you guys see the top 15 greatest coaches in league history tweet? Yeah. I mean, he was a terrific Celtics coach. Bro, they have Doc Rivers as a top 15 of all-time coach. I just don't know if I can back that. That could be a different segment because we got to fly through these trades. But uh, We still got a lengthy one to talk about here Yeah, we, we still got a lot to talk about. So that, could be, a, that, could, a that, that could be a future, future talking point. All right, well, um, another shocking one today. Uh, Mr. Deontay Murray was upset. Boston receives Derek White and the Spurs receive Josh Richardson. The 2022 first round top five protected pick and Mr. Indiana basketball Romeo Langford. <laughs> um, oh, man. My boy in Boston. Man, he's going to get that Popovich though next to me. You know, you're going to see Romeo with the little things are nice. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let Andrew get all of his stuff out real quick. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Andrew say all of his silliness that he wants to say about Romeo, and then we can have the actual conversation. So continue, Andrew. Nothing here. I can't believe Murray got traded. To be honest, I thought they kind of liked that Murray and White, but yeah, they're gonna change the culture up a little bit. Maybe I don't really see that much of a trade. To be honest, it's it's kind of a quiet one. Um, I don't think any really benefits a whole bunch from the trade i don't know why the spurs messed up their kind of like young core like big three that they had going on Derek white's the odd trade Derek white's the older one but they have Dejounte and they have keelan johnson or um keelan yeah keelan yeah i think yeah uh johnson whatever uh so it was kind of weird because I have all three of them on my fantasy. So I've been keeping up like I play them on the same nights. Damn near. I feel like, and they all pop off. So it's just, it was a little confusing. Like why, why do that for Josh Richardson of first, which is a one through five protected and Romeo. Do they still have Lonnie Walker or is he gone? I think he's still there. Maybe. I don't know if he's playing well this year. Maybe it was like a move on kind of thing. Next next man up. I mean, I don't know. I don't see why the Spurs traded their second option for a, a guy that rides the bench. Sorry, Andrew. And they do have Lonnie that. Walker. 
Oh, he definitely rides a bitch. I'm yes. Happy. And a guy that also seventh eighth man. Those Celtics. So I'm a big I, I'm a big fan know. of that three. I like that three. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if the Spurs are having money problems, which <laughs> I don't think they ever had money problems. But if they uh, one way to free it up, I don't. I have no idea what they're doing there. Yeah, kind of an odd trade for me. I mean, a lot of, a lot of times people just trade so they can get advantage of stuff. <laughs> you know, trade for their future cap spacing opening or trade for future picks. You can trade that, that pick. It's, there's a rule you can't trade consecutive picks in years, so it's like you got to trade like. You gotta get a pick back so you can trade. Like it's oh, really I, weird. I thought that was a, just a two K rule. In I my li- in my league, because you can't no, do it in my league. You're right. There's an actual rule about it. Oh, it's dude, like I thought league. that was just a two K thing. <laughs> that's 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 legit. Two K thing. I will say that first round pick is a very good pickup because I mean it's a top five protected. I mean Boston's not going to be in the top five, so it's pretty much your pick. Wherever it is, so I like that. That's true. I like that part. That's true. Well, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving move on. on, on yeah, let's do it. All right, another yeah. another small one, but represents my two favorite teams: Jalen mm. Smith and the future second round pick, and the Suns get back Tory Craig. Nothing. I like it. Jalen Smith is a versatile. Oh, I thought we were saving Pacer yeah. trades to the end. Well, this is the small Pacer trade. Okay, okay. This is the one that you don't have to talk trade. about that much. <laughs> yeah, this was a trade. Everyone likes, ain't it? Everyone's been saying good things about Jalen Smith. I don't know anything about him. I like him. him. Uh, yeah. I, so you saying you like him, the fact that we just gave them back a player that they had last year for a younger player and a second round pick. That's a dub. I like how we're cashing out on the picks. Yep. Oh, we got a lot now. Yeah, that's a dub. Stacking them. Yep. Pacers have done well in this last three days. Oh, yeah. Andrew's going to say that? Wow. Arguably, <laughs> arguably some of the I'm, I'm be honest. biggest trades. I, I think they might have won the, the trade. The trade hey, season. Hey, mm. Pacers, Pacers usually, usually with trades, they're really good. They're really good with trades. You got Vic into bonus. That's um, true. Look at the years you got. You know you got Ron Artest. You got Jackson. I mean they they've done a lot of things in the past. Only if we could be as good at uh, drafting. As Dude, that's another story. That's a that, yeah, man, that's, that's pathetic. Now that top ten pick is gonna be. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Can't can't think that far right now. Yeah, just shh, you know, just, just let it happen. <laughs> just let it happen. Don't 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 try to guess it because it won't be what you guess. Just no, let it is. happen. If we get Jay Nivey, we get Jay Nivey. If we don't, I don't lose any sleep. You know, nothing stupid. Nothing stupid. Just please, nothing stupid. All right, next one. Charlotte gets a much needed piece. Montrez Harrell, and the Wizards get Ish Smith and Vernon Carey Jr. I think Charlotte wins. Charlotte wins oh, this one. Yes. Not even close. I can't even believe they, I'm a I'm a fan of Harrell. Harrell does everything I think like, yeah. I like. Scrappy as yeah. hell. Defends a rim protector. Gets boards. Will throw it down. I mean, yeah, he's not going to 
Yeah, shoot, but man, that dude, he is he's a scrap show. I think he'll do well in Charlotte. Go get some pick up piece for Charlotte. Go get some yeah. boards for La, or uh, Lamelo. Dude, Lamelo yeah. throw that man. He'll throw it up to him too. Exactly. We throw it up to Gordon Hayward at this point. He just throws everything. <laughs> Not right now. They're scary. Not right They're now. Scary. Uh, I'm scared of. I'm honestly, I'd be scared of the Hornets. They're 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 close. They're close. I mean, they're 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 very close to being like one of the, one of the top teams. Gonna be like the Bulls, Cavs, and Hornets, before you know it. The East is tough. Right, the East is the East is brutal. Yeah, I mean, for years upon years, it's always been the West. The East yeah. are the East are coming coming in hot. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just outside. Okay. Moving on, Phoenix gets Aaron Holiday, and the Wizards get trade exception, which I don't know what the hell that means, and cash consideration. Another I love small, this trade. Small deal. I love, like love, it? love, love this trade because your boy Aaron Holiday, you know, just coming from the Surs, now I get to root for him on my second team because Phoenix, Phoenix Suns are by far my second team. Such a such a fun team to root for, even though Olsen and I lost so much money in the finals Hundreds. last year. It Man, was wagons. so bad, dude. No, we wrote what you, no, dude. We just no, bro. We were just what <laughs> we were just watching it simply for you know just fun, and we we're like, you know what? Let let's let's bet against the Bucks kind of thing. And wow, we lost. They were up three zero, and we started betting on them. Game four, just lost four straight games. So much pain. It was they're up two oh. Two oh. Well, you know what I mean. Two oh four and then they won four straight. And it was tough. We're like, oh dude, this one's gonna be different. Jay Crowder's gonna hit like five threes. He's gonna do some crazy shit and never would do it. For so, how much we got pissed how much yeah. we pissed. That's pissed what I'm saying. Them, yeah. We just ended up loving them at yeah. the end of the day. And it, it was, like, it was yep. fun team to root for. So having having Aaron Holiday go from my Pacers to my second team that I root for outside of the Pacers. Obviously, Pacers all day, but Aaron Holiday, you know, why not? Woo. Yeah, just love to see the Holiday succeeding. That's yep. All. Okay, we got one more before the, the main event, the big old the big old one. But before that, we got the Celtics get Daniel Tyus in Houston, gets Dennis Schroeder, Ennis Freedom, and Bruno Fernando. Fun fact for Bruno Fernando, he was the lowest overall rated player in 2K and I believe 2K17. So there's a fun fact about Bruno. Wow. Okay. Freedom got wow. cut. You just, sure. Yeah, Freedom already got cut. Oh, well. So Schroeder Damn, and Fernando. That's tough. <laughs> I'm cutting Freedom off. Um, freedom. Freedom. Cantor. Happy for him. So Schroeder was asking for like... 80 mil for four years and then he got like the league minimum damn near and now he's got traded like that dude's been went from like trying to ask for 80 mil to getting just being a joke yeah you think it's placement of the teams like he's he's a dog i'm not gonna lie i like dennis dude they should yeah i don't know really, i'm saying he's that guy brown 
I think teams roll. I think teams see him as a six man, and I don't mm-hmm. think they want to give him eighty million as a six man. He's not a starting point guard. Yeah. I don't, I don't, he can't start in the league, I don't think. No, I, I do like your point, Olsen, just about seeing as a six-man yeah. do that and that only. Yeah. I like Schroeder, too. I like him, too, yeah. but he is great off the bench, not so much as a starter. I would say he's consistent. Like You, you know exactly what you're going to get out of him, and that's what I would want to come off the bench. I agree with that. I don't know what the Celtics are doing. Yeah, Celtics, Celtics uh, made some butt moves. They're a mess. Some butt yeah. moves. Like, I'm. Would you trade Tatum to Portland? My God, at, at the rate the Celtics are going, you might as well get rid of everybody. Like exactly. Jalen Brown's been in talks. Brad what Stevens wasn't the issue. Brad no. Stevens wasn't the no. issue. This Brad is, Stevens wasn't the issue. <laughs> this is the whole the whole Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum that ain't working. Well, so Jalen like Brown to Portland. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather if I were the Celtics front office, I'd rather keep Tatum. Obviously, Jalen Brown is a dog. Jason Tatum's a dog, but together they're not dogs. <laughs> Puppies. It's a puppies. <laughs> it's a pups. Like they're both young and upcoming stars in the league. They've proven themselves individually, one at a time, and they're competing for that spotlight constantly. Jalen Brown's a little triggered that Jason Tatum gets more of it, and he wants the full spotlight. Mm. I just uh, Celtics are in a little bit of hurt right now. They're 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 trying to focus their build and their success off of two younger players with no leadership to surround them, to guide them to where they need to be. So did you guys, were were you guys talking about Dame coming to Boston? No, I was thinking if they could trade one of those two to Boston. Oh, okay. Okay. I think Jalen Brown would be a great fit. Three and D. Jalen Brown reminds me of Pacer. Like I could see Jalen Brown wearing like Pacer uniform one day. Yeah. That'd be cool. Absolutely, that'd be sick. That's a cop. I mean, if we I, need him at that time, be cool. Should have offered Brogdon, Warren, and Miles Turner for Jalen Brown. So then well, you would have to go get a big guy in the draft. If you if you want to make the move now, that's even in the in the can't air. do it, man. Yeah, summertime. Get rid of get rid of those. Get rid of those three guys, and you get someone like Jalen Brown. With I'm not even gonna say the trade. Just let Austin do that. He's been waiting. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. Pacers, the main event of the evening. Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson, the Kings, Demontis Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday. DeMontis, best player on the Pacers. Lamb, injuries have killed him. Mainly a spot-up shooter and an average shot creator. Holiday, <laughs> never really see anything from him. He just sits in the corner and shoots when given the opportunity. Now, waiting for this moment right here. Halliburton's the best player on the Kings, I think. 
14.3 points per game, 3.9 rebounds, 7.4 assists, 1.7 steals, 0.7 in blocks, shoots 45% from the field, and shoots 41% from three. My takeaways from just watching highlights all day. Very, very smart player. Always makes the right play. He's patient. That jumper is very ugly, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> and here comes my comparison. Mm. And kind of a hot take here. Mm. Tyrese is better than Lonzo Ball. Just watching highlights from both players, seeing their stats compare, I think he's better, especially with Tyrese being on a Kings roster. Lonzo averages 13-5-5 five five with two steals and a block. That's just rounding up the stats. Lonzo shoots 42% from three as well as 42% from the field. Wow. Wow. Argument? That, that's, that's a take. I, I wish I could speak more about Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad that you watched highlights. You know, I hear his name all the time. If you're if you're on the Kings and you're making things happen, good for you. Kudos. I'm glad that you're on the Pacers now. That that's how I feel about that. Yeah. The Kings is arguably one of the worst franchises in the NBA. And All so time. <laughs> easily. So I hope that you're right with that statement. I can't, I can't argue it. I can't confirm, deny it, but I hope that's the case. And he's making a lot less money right now. Yeah. Mr. Alonzo Ball. So what I will say <clears throat> to your statement, Olson, is that was beautifully said. I think you prepared that comparison perfectly. I think that is a perfect comparison. And I love that, that take that you had comparing him to Alonzo Ball already being better than, um, that that's really all that I could say. I'm kind of in the same boat with Isaiah. I, I I'm so appreciative that you watched all those highlights and stuff because I definitely have not watched any highlights. I don't know a lot about them, but I've seen the stuff on Twitter. I've seen how mad the Kings fans are that they got rid of him instead of even like over De'Aaron Fox. So the fact that their fan base is upset of from the trade because of this guy i'm all in like let's 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 make it happen let's have this be our young core kind of thing here's my other takeaway oh go ahead go ahead no i was was just gonna throw something not oh not related to this uh tyrese here's why kings fans are so pissed out of after all these years of drafting go blue but nick stauskas Mm-hmm. Jimmer Fredette, Marvin Bagley, all these misses over there. All, all of them are misses. Every single one of them. Ben McLemore. Miss. I mean, and then you hit. You hit last year with Halliburton. You hit. And then you trade him the next year. Mm. I think Halliburton's a potential superstar if injuries are not there. If injuries stay away. But as a Kings fan, you finally hit in the draft. Finally hit. And you trade him after one year. Oh, 
Uh, patience. No patience in the NBA. None at all. It's not like he's trash. I mean, that's no. damn. That's true. Oh my gosh. I, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sad that we lost the bonus. I have yes. two, two Zabonis jerseys, but I think we won the trade. And then that is just, that's just the bit. That's the business. That's the nature of the NBA. We might, we might part ways with Zabonis, and that sucks. You know, I, I really did love having him on the Pacers. He's probably one of my favorite Pacers of all time, just personally. Yeah. Uh, but if, if if the Pacers are getting better from this trade, and it sounds like we have the potential to, especially if we keep Buddy, I don't know why we keep on seeing this stuff about potentially getting rid of Buddy or or you know flipping it, or I guess we can't flip him now. Never mind. Uh, trade deadline's over. He's so, here now. Yeah. You know, I'm I I, I think we kind of got better. We might be able to make like a play play in push. Yolo, do here's it. The thing, here's the thing about the Pacers now. Yeah, everything is now open for Miles Turner. Yes. My fucking god, Miles. Now just splash. Start getting rebounds. Just splash. Just get rebounds. Work the paint. And splash. And splash when <laughs> splash when it's there. When it's there. Miles, I expect Miles. Now, Miles, for me, he's got big expectations for me because I've hated mm. on him for mm. three years now. Mm. This man, no more Sabonis. Mm-hmm. This guy, this guy has to produce the numbers that I want him to produce as a center, yeah. as a center, not a stretch four, a center. Okay. So, and I I will echo that. I mean. Even as a Pacers fan, you guys have also heard me say, I, I've hated on Miles for years. Like, I, I have not appreciated his play style. I think a lot of that had to do with Nate. I think Nate did a terrible job of facilitating the, the organization and play style of what he had. This year, Miles has done a better job of getting down in the post, playing how he's supposed to. Does he still stand in the corner waiting for the ball? A lot, yeah, but less than he used to. I think with the additions and the pieces we have in place now, it's going to force him down into the paint. It's going to create space. I think it's exactly what we need for this season. But I think ultimately, we are building... I mean, we have so many draft picks right now. Mm -hmm. I would say that like we are in such a good spot for the next two to three years. That, yeah. like, we could become a legitimate contender in the East finally if we continue this momentum. And yep. we hit, I think we hit last year in the draft. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Jackson, mm-hmm. I told you, Jack, at your house. I said, Isaiah Jackson's a hooper. Yep. And we never saw him see the court Yep. until around a couple weeks ago, and he's performed every single game. And I, I like he was Lamella's teammate in high school, so that's how I kind of knew him from. But dude, he can get up, he can get up, he can get rebounds, any given point. He's undersized at a center, mm-hmm. so he's kind of a power forward. So I think he might be starting, because I don't know who would be playing the four right now. So we got rid of Tory Craig. So- <laughs> So he could be starting. And then Dwayne Washington, another nice shooter, shot creator, guard. And then obviously Dorte, who's proven 
a lot of Pacer fans were on this season. So, so I'll say two things. One, uh, I echo the echo of Isaiah saying I have been a Miles hater for a while now. I feel, I feel like I, I have been in the minority with, especially with like within the group chat, like Noah is, a, you know, he's been on Miles' side the entire time and I, you know, respect him for it and all that. Uh, I just, I think it's just been the clog up. It's been the clog up that's happened between Miles and Zabonis in terms of the paint. It's obviously needed to break up now for a while. I'm glad we were finally able to make it happen in favor of the Pacers because we won this trade. So now it's almost kind of like a fresh start. Mm-hmm. A fresh start with Miles in, in terms of, okay, what are you going to do now with this different play style of a team? Yeah. So if he uh, can yeah. if he could be what he wants to be or what he needs to be for the team and we start winning these games and he starts playing really well, getting rebounds, you know, doing whatever he needs to do. That's awesome. Yeah, um, totally that, th- that, that's, that's kind of just been my biggest thing with, with miles. And then, uh, okay. the second point, what was my second point? I totally forget now. I went on a huge tangent. What was it? Never mind. We'll just move well, on. I, think, I just overall think, no. sorry, go ahead. I think Miles needs to be more than just a shot blocker and a guy that can shoot the three here and there. That's all he's ever done. And when he blocks shots, he's just always out of position. Someone's always following the shot and then putting it back up, and then you just look stupid. Yeah. So that's that's my takeaway from Miles. I mean, be in the paint, be physical, get rebounds. Stay, you're always going to get your blocks, bro. I mean, you're a shot blocker. Be more physical, be more aggressive, and that's all. That's all I got to say about Miles. Yeah, I, I think overall, and and maybe it's just like we put a lot more pressure on Miles because the Pacers have been just complete ass for you know years at this point. It's like we've been wanting to be that team in the East at least. Please do something, win a playoff game, and so when we do get somebody like Sabonis, when we have Old Depot, we have even Paul George, it's like, okay, we have that piece. Who's going to be our next piece? Who can who can they count on? And Miles has always been that kind of like default player where it's like, listen, we got our number one. You have to be our number two. And so we put extra pressure on Miles, even though he's been loyal. He works hard. He shows up. Even if his play style doesn't, you know, necessarily complement how I want him to play. I'm not the coach. I'm not an NBA player. I can't, I can't shoot a three. You guys have seen me play basketball. Um, so I, I think it was just this built up just tension of like, dear front office of the Indiana Pacers, please make a move, do anything at all, mm-hmm. please. And so I was extremely excited to see this blockbuster deal come through. Um, Sabonis, obviously, Jack, as you mentioned, like love him, I'll miss him. But if this is what we have to do to get better, enjoy the rest of your career. Mm-hmm. Please come back if you want to sign for way less. But, I'm still gonna follow you. I'm still gonna watch. You know, follow yeah. your career. Yeah, I respect the hell out of him, and thank you for. The only thing that hurts their trade is the Buddy Healed contract. The Buddy Healed contract is not pretty, and I yes, I will, I will I mean, agree to that. The biggest contract the Pacers have is Buddy Healed. 
and if he can kind of step it up a little bit, shoot a little better than what, because he's playing at like a career low right now. Like he's mm. he's shooting at a career low, I think. Horrible. So I obviously, it's it, low, but it's or, I, I can't remember what it was. But it's Stock's low. low. Yeah. Stock's low. That's why we got. So him. it is unfortunate, but there is. I still feel like there's a ceiling with Buddy, a pretty high ceiling in terms of scoring. I mean, new team, new system. I right. think. I mean, he'll probably get sent off at the end of the year if we continue. Also, maybe, this kind of leads into my. I I remembered the second point that I was trying to think of earlier. This sets us up perfectly to trade Malcolm Brogdon next year or in the offseason or whatever. I I yeah. I think that we have to trade Malcolm Brogdon. It sucks I again. I don't want to say this as like, oh my gosh, we need to get rid of Malcolm Brogdon. He sucks. He's terrible. He shouldn't be on the team. No, that's not the case. I just think that now the position that we're in we might need to move on. I think you'd deal him in draft night. Mm. Try and get a second. Just something stupid, you know. Basically, they're going to be guard heavy now. They're 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 going to be guard. They're going to get a guard. They're going to get another guard in the draft. They have to. They have to get if Ivy's there. You have to get Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Griffin's been a six six. He could play the three. He's been like who, he's technically a shooting guard, but I would put him at the three. I, I'm just I'm not gonna buy in on Miles. I like this is what seven or eight year, and he's getting the highest rebound year seven or something like that. I don't think he's all of a sudden gonna come in here and just start getting ten rebounds a game. But what a normal center needs to do, you get down there. He, I've watched Pacers games and I've seen him at the end of the game get outboarded. There's been so many boards against him that dude just gets pushed out of the way. That dude he's. I'm sorry, but he he gets bullied. He he gets bullied down the paint, um, especially going someone gets an Embiid, or even Bam. Bam Loki just boxes him out. Dude, that dude, there's Pacers need to trade Miles in the offseason and try to get new bigs. To be honest, yeah, keep getting more guards. But there's definitely an opportunity. I mean, we definitely lack bigs. I mean, we lack maybe not. Bigs, but we lack size at right. the very least. And so Tristan Thompson, like, sweet. He's gone <laughs> after this year. He ain't playing. Yeah. Like, I would say from a trade perspective, to Jack's point with Brogdon, I, it's, I don't know if anybody else quite agrees, but what we get with Duarte is what we get with Brogdon, and Duarte's younger. And I, I think he's we pay him less. That's fine with me for him to kind of take that role. Yep. So, you know, put up Miles, put up Brogdon, see what we could get. See mm. if you could maybe cash that in for a big man. Mm. I Ooh, okay. Yeah, we have two first round draft picks in this next draft. Oh. So you're that would have to be a draft you're, night move. You're saying a bundle here. Little, little two for one, two for two for one. Miles Portland for Dame. No, no, no. That's That's the opposite way. That's the opposite way of what we're going, dude. (laughs) Oh, what about this? No. What about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Miles and Brogdon, and the second round pick and Cleveland's first for Jalen Brown. 
And then with our Pacer pick, we get Jabari Smith from Auburn. Lock it in, boys. Who's that guy from Kentucky? I can't even say his name. Kentucky? Oh, I don't know. Are you talking about the dude guy, Benchero? Or no, Paolo? Kentucky, dude. He gets 16 points and 15 boards a game. Oh, God. I don't know. That's what we need right there. Yeah, dude, he's a tank. I mean, if you're going, if you're trying to make draft night moves for wow, I I just kind of had to digest what you just said. I'm kind of just finally coming out of it. Well, here, here, shut up. (laughs) Here's the thing: if you want to trade, if you're going to trade Miles Turner and Brogdon, it's probably going to be on draft night, considering you know. So if you trade Miles Turner, you have to draft. You have to draft a big man. You have to. And and at that point, you're taking a gamble on a young big dude. Which we exactly. are. We already have young big dude. We already have young big dudes in Goga and Isaiah Jackson. So you we got a tank we, for this guy. Got a tank for who? This Oscar Kentucky dude. Bro, we ain't taking no more, bro. Uh uh-uh. uh. If we didn't make any trades yeah, today, <clears throat> if we didn't make any trades today, we would absolutely be taking. You guys think you're gonna fight yourself back in the playoffs? Yes, I guarantee it. The locker room feels that. One hundred percent. Watch them just go on a huge ass. Win. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Watch us win like, like eight out of our next ten or some dumb shit. I'm telling crazy. you. I'm telling I'd be you. Kind of pissed, but I'd, be crazy. I'd be so upset. Keep tanking, bro. I'd keep tanking. If I'm the Pacers, I keep tanking. Dude, those guys aren't gonna. Those guys aren't gonna start their career with, with, tanking. Buddy's not gonna want to lose. Hil- Hilburton's not gonna want to lose. Those guys are gonna go out and they're gonna try to ball. Okay, they're gonna try to ball, but there's no big guy down there to protect paint. You guys go play any big. That's team true. I guess we're not healthy. Never mind. Miles isn't even playing. What am I talking yeah, about? What am I talking about? Keep losing. Whatever. All right. Yeah, that's my bad. Miles isn't even playing. Or here's another trade. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you have the trade calculator on this one? You need to pull up an NBA trade calculator. Give no, the two green straight from the heart. Okay, okay. It's the Rockets' second round pick, TJ Warren, Miles Turner, and Malcolm Brogdon for Jalen Brown. Ain't nobody taking TJ Warren in a trade, bro. We are stuck we with that. Cut man. We should just cut him. No, take the, we're not take gonna the cap. cut him. No, we're not we're doing that. Just buy him out. We're not doing that. No. Here's our multi-million dollars. No. Leave. Not doing that. Hey, Is no, he ever gonna play? No, T, no TJ Warren slander. Come on now. He he been the homie. Is he ever gonna play? Like ever. I I love TJ Warren and. Uh, it's, yeah, when he's on the floor. Yeah, it, it's it sucked that he hasn't been able to play. He's a free agent, bro. He's gonna be a free agent. Yeah, he's oh, he's, he's, he's gone. He ain't gonna play in Pacers uniform ever again. He's <laughs> he's gone, dude. He's going to Miami. <laughs> Hell no, I don't want no Pacers. Injuries. Shut, it, Andrew. Stop it. We both championships, or I don't know what you expect. <laughs> That's just no. That's just toxic. Um, oh wait, with I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on my my mindset about Brogdon Turner. You know, 
mm-hmm. in a perfect world, say I could, I get to call the shots. What I say goes. Mm-hmm. Cat. Ooh, nah. We got trade. I never thought about Cat. that. Cat probably wants out. I didn't think about oh, that. They're so, they're so close. They're so close in Minnesota. Like they're 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 breaking eyes. Wait, does Cat one out? I would. I, that's me putting words in his mouth. I'm sorry, Cat. But <laughs> come on the podcast and talk about it, Cat. Yeah, if you if you want to if you want to come on here, <laughs> love to have you. Uh, Are you leaving Minnesota, bro? What? <laughs> well, the rumors started here. In the uh, playoffs. It's. It's not that hard, and it, this is coming from a Pacers fan, to make the playoffs. Mm. Like, if you're in the bottom bottom tier of the, the playoff bucket, like, great. That's true. Pacers have done that plenty. We just get stomped every time. If, if uh, Timberwolves want Brogdon and Turner... Maybe try try a new avenue. We'll take Cat. We'll take that contract. Mm. What's he getting? We paid? can give you a couple couple picks. Thirty one. Mm. Okay. He's still. Uh, he got drafted in fifteen. Seven years. He was eighteen. I think eighteen or nineteen. So what is he like? Twenty seven, twenty eight now. He's twenty six right now. Yeah, he's he's in his prime. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. I, I haven't really, right? I haven't really uh, <clears throat> thought of that. I, I didn't, uh, didn't really ever include him in conversation. Like, oh yeah, nobody talks about Minnesota, dude. Yeah, dude. I, in a perfect world, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be the absolute missing piece that the Pacers have have not yes. had for years. That would be amazing. He would be our guy. He mm. rebounds. He He'd scores. be our guy forever. He scores anywhere. He rebounds. <clears throat> Doesn't get the block shots. But That's all right. Blocks block shots. Blocks Isaiah Jackson. Isaiah Jackson's there for the blocks. He, he has like a fucking 38-inch vertical, dude. Like, <laughs> he can get up. He can get up. Pacers have a nice contract situation going on, too, to be honest. Mm. If, they get, if they got rid of... The only problem is, is Brogdon and Turner... Both run like twenty mil, so they're both between both of them. It's like forty mil. And you got buddies who are close to sixty. Um, but other than that, you can only they could definitely get another like another star player in there. They they can afford a big name. They won't. But... Yeah, they, they're not big on the free agency. <laughs> you gotta win somehow. But I don't think, but that's the thing though. I don't think they ever had the time or the money to really go big and free agency. They've never had like really resources to make an attack. I feel like they've always had these 20 million contracts that pile up. So they've had Damas, they've had Carrius Lover, they had all these other contracts that are just so damn high that they couldn't do anything. Mm. I think they might be free up to actually do something finally. Interesting. Yeah. Pacers, Pacers are in a lot better situation than they were a week ago. Absolutely. Oh, so much better. 
the team went from boring to probably actually being fun to watch. Will actually get put on national television. Um. Yeah. Um. I bet we match what we're at in uh, game capacity, like by the end of the season. I think a lot of people will be there tomorrow, though. More, yeah. most, at least most. most I'm, a, I'm excited. Em, Emily won Pacer tickets from work, like three or four months ago, and it's literally for tomorrow's game. No way. Yeah, oh, they're 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 no, they're nosebleeds, but you know. The two fact years, that it two, might, two that, yeah, two the fact that uh, these these new guys might, I don't think that is Hilburton playing. Yeah, I mm-hmm. bet they all play now. They're also even Tristan Thompson. They're all gonna play. Yep. I mean, Kirsten Domas just played. Interesting. Okay. I would, yeah. I would think they would play. Domas that makes sense. Popped all right. Domas popped off. Domas did pop off. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited for the game. I entered a survey to try to win free tickets for the game. I don't think I won. I bet you could go and buy some. Oh, I know. They're like 20 bucks. They're like 15. I I bet game day. I bet game day they'll drop 50. Hey, guys, just just buy some nosebleeds and come to the game with me tomorrow. All right, bet. Time's the game, sir. Uh, I think it's a 7 o'clock game start. Let's do it. We'll check, we'll check tomorrow. I bet the tickets drop. What, dude? Literally, tomorrow. like a ten or fifteen dollar ticket would be so fun to watch these oh, guys' yeah. first game. It's like twenty five now, but it'll probably drop to fifteen. Tomorrow. Right? Do they exactly. play Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah. I got Car- Cleveland later, real quick. Car- is about to pop off against us, bro. You're about to drop forty. He's about to. He's about to. He's about to drop a forty bomb. Must be the biggest Cleveland fan out there. Your your calves are our are my sons. Yeah, I do like the Cavs a lot. They're like one of my new favorite teams. No cow. Isaiah, you got a you got a second favorite team. You want to join yeah, us the on heat. the Suns? I mean, the Heat. Yeah, I mean, I was all, wow. I, was, I was a Heat. I was a D Wade fan before just about anything. Yeah, D Wade, Nolan Cole, <laughs> Norris Cole. Sorry, Nolan. Norris Cole, Norris Ray Cole. Allen. Dude, all he did was use Norris Cole in 2K, and he just didn't miss with him. The dude was like a dude was like a he was like a 70 something overall. He wasn't even a high overall, and Isaiah just would not miss with him. He would rock like the 80s flat top. (laughs) Isaiah literally, yeah, yeah. Isaiah had that one crazy flat top that one 2K year. What year was that? Like 15? Yeah, it's 15. It was 15, I think. I don't know why I was so specific with that 2K, but it's like I know. I remember when we would do all those associations, I would always choose my last pick to be the worst player. And as this was like 13, back when there was like highlight reel and all that stuff, I would get Alexis Agensa. Mm-hmm. Just like a 7-3 center. Couldn't do anything. Free but agent. His three-pointer was like 8+. plus. Yep. Just like, all right. Yep. All right. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> They were. I can't remember what. Who was my player? Um, Ross. Who? Terrence Ross. Oh, Terrence Ross. Yes. Dude, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't miss with that guy. I was thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of the old two K, like the historic teams. I used B J Armstrong with the Bulls so much. That dude is nasty. Couldn't miss. 
Angie's Angie's laughing at me. Yeah. Let's see. You wanna know PJ Armstrong on me? I'd be like crying to my <laughs> Dude, I I would not mess with that man. You wanna know a fun fact about 2K that actually not very many people know about? What's up? Oh yeah. Yeah, Luka Doncic was in 2K17. As the Euro League player. Yeah. Yeah. What's his overall? Fifty-six. Wow. Disrespect. There's your fun fact. How old was he? Oh God. Like a fifteen-year-old. That was 2016. So. And it also comes out a year earlier. Wait. How old is Luca? 22, 21, 22. Shit, so yeah, he's like 16, 17. Wow. 16 or 17-year-old kid in 2K. Dude, he went pro at 15. Yeah. Wow. Sophomore in high school, bro. He's a high school sophomore just playing professional basketball in his That's how it is. That's how that's how it is in other countries now, bro. I know. I'm all for it. Yeah, that'd be sick. <laughs> Let these high schoolers go play in the G League or something. Yeah, dude. They don't need. They can get their GED whenever they want. <laughs> I don't need to have it. <laughs> they can do that in their free time if they want. So, final thoughts. Anybody? Anybody got the final thoughts? <sighs> I got my my words out. Yeah, I mean, shit, it's been an hour 45. I knew it was going to be a long one. Yeah, I was fully prepared for it. But my brain does not hurt as much as the one with Keegan. (laughs) I love, hey, no no hate to Keaton. No, no hate at all. That man man brought on hella content. Just a little too long for me. It was, it was very long. It was very long, but nonetheless, it was a great time, Isaiah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was, uh, we, we knew we had to bring you on for a big one. Absolutely. This was, (laughs) and honestly, one of the most fruitful trade deadline seasons I've seen in a while. So to be a part of the conversation, y'all. It helps that there was a lot to talk about with the Pacers too. <laughs> Gotta love it. I Gotta love it, man. Gotta love seeing the team get better. Pacers won. Pacers won this. Pacers won today. Period. The report card for the Pacers is A plus. Yes. A plus. Absolutely. Absolutely. For the we don't late- have the superstars like the, like Harden, Simmons, all that stuff going on, but in terms of making big moves, mm-hmm. we got it done. We're you never want to say one more thing. Yeah. Um, Kyle Lowry did drop a triple double tonight. That's all I want to say. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Crickets. Um, Crickets. I will say, uh, I will say for you, Isaiah, I think we should have him on for the Legend Cast oh. NCAA bracket. Oh, he said, he said peace. Pretty. Uh, uh, my camera's been. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> no, pretty. Oh, like seriously though, like anytime you want to come on, just chat, hang out. You don't even have to be like a like a guest kind of thing if you just want to come on, 
hop on for an episode as one of the co-hosts, dude. Like, just let us know. We're always we're trying to do stuff like as frequently as possible. I mean, we've recorded two or three episodes in a week one time. Well, we're like, doing that Saturday. Yeah, we're doing we're recording our third one this week for the week for uh, on Saturday for the Super Bowl prediction stuff. So, you know, if you want to stop, you don't even have to stay for the whole time either. If you want to come on. 10, 15 minutes, talk about what you want to talk about, and then... Dude, that'd be cool. You know, like, it, just because you're a guest on the pod doesn't mean, like, you have to stay on for the whole two hours. You know True. what I mean? Like, we can have guests hop in and out and stuff. However you guys see fit, happy to jump in. I'm I'm really good at stirring the pot, even if I don't know much about it. So, happy to throw my two cents wherever I can. Yeah. I meant to that. I think I'm going to live stream the Saturday one. Oh. I think I'm gonna pull the trigger on that. Let's do it. I got a, I got the overlay set up and everything. I'm ready. Mm. Oh, he's been Especially cooking. For, so it's for the Super Bowl. Why don't we just have everyone on? Let's go crazy. We could. That's what I'm thinking. So what I'm thinking is like so a set. Discord. Yeah. Have one one guest at a time. Have a different time frame. Mm-hmm. So it stays at four. Yeah. And when one's ready to leave, just drag the other one in. Yeah, we gotta have everyone kind of on a stick stri- a strict schedule though. That'd be cool for a live stream episode too. We wouldn't, we wouldn't, uh, um, want to have someone waiting and waiting and waiting. You know, if they have yeah. a designated time, that'd probably be work best. But yeah, I love that idea. I love that idea. That sounds great. We got a day to figure it out. Yep. Sounds good, gentlemen. Well. Thank nope. you for tuning in to the Legend Cast, everybody. Streaming exclusively on Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at LegendCast and on Instagram at LegendContent. Isaiah, thank you for being on the pod. As I mentioned earlier, he is a, an owner of this terrific brand we have building here. So mm, gang. that's all I got to say for tonight. We'll see you Saturday. I'll be live streaming and it'll be on Spotify. Take it easy, everybody. <laughs>